That is me taking a lovely sip of my Thatcher's Haze. Ready for another episode of No Gear, No Idea with the man, John Light. How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. I'm good. That Thatcher's looks lovely and cold, I must say. It's it's incredible. It's have incredible. You, have you just put it outside? It's frozen. <laughs> yeah, for two seconds. That's yeah. all it took. It is abso- absolutely Baltic. It's freezing, man. It, it was minus six here last night. Oh, that beats me. Yeah, I had minus four at eight o'clock this morning. I was Did like, you? oh, God. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Horrific, yeah, man. Good. Horrific stuff. Not good golf weather. No, no. But I'm good. How are you? You okay? Yeah, very good. Oh, the dog's just turned the telly on. Can you believe oh, this? Oh, no. Poor professionalism very, here. From... Professional Charlie. Apologies Char- to the viewers there. Yeah. Is that Charlie the dog? Yeah, Charlie or Charles, if you're wanting to be formal. Oh, what type of dog are we talking? Um, he's just a cavapoo. He's just a little shit, basically. No, he's joking. He's, he's, he's my girlfriend, Denise, so... I'm um, looking after him while she's living up in Vegas for a month. Fun for some, isn't it? Oh, no. I oh, know. I'm going out there in um, three weeks today um, wow. to go see a, a little tour of the uh, West Coast. So, No appearances actually, on the um, pod for you over that time, I assume. You are sorry? Will there be any appearances on the pod for you over that time? You uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I could. You know, what? what's stopping me? Live from Las Vegas. We could. We could get you at, you know, as you're putting all your money on black, we could <laughs> live. And then you can hear me cry. <laughs> you have to sell your phone on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Pure E and B. It's a Joshua tree. You have to what, sorry? Booking a Mustang convertible to drive to Joshua Tree in February. Mm. I'm going to look like such a cock. It's unbelievable. More. Correction, more of a cock. More of a cock, <laughs> yes. Very distinct connection, connection we yeah. have to make there. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. So, uh, but yeah, anyway, anyway, back, you know, that that's a lovely opener. But um, have you played any golf since we last talked or not? No. Ah, my, right. my goals of practicing and playing more lasted maybe three days um ah, so good effort. good effort no i was actually planning on going to the driving range this week but it's so cold man it's not... far too cold for it mate so you're cold. out you can't grip the club can you no mate no i'm not you know and if you knife one in this weather that is gonna hurt yeah which you know. is quite frequent from our standard very so, much so uh, very regular i did go to a um the range i went to the different one um, it's got the track man, and um, yeah, the night I went, the the wind was howling left to right, and I've obviously got at you know at times a slice. Um, <laughs> and on my on my track man thing, the app you can get obviously tracks all your shots, and there's just a couple. I, I hit the driver twice, and both of them went out of the range. So there's oh, all these like little marks of you know I was just hitting your mid-irons trying to get back into it and then just a couple of these little balls sort of a hundred yards further but so far right it's unbelievable <laughs> isn't it a road over that net as well it's not the one that we've been to it's a different one so oh, i think God, imagine that. i think it's just on the side of a housing estate so 
Right. Oh, right. Okay. So that's important then. No, not no. knocking a couple of kids out don't matter, does it? They can't prove anything, but they can. It literally said on the on the screen that they've informed the people who sit at the desk and do nothing that the balls have gone over. Yeah. Then you go, have you well, ever actually had someone come up to you and say, "Not, Stop not once." Like, not once. I think we've no. discussed this before. It's not like we're doing it deliberately. You can't help <laughs> hitting <laughs> shots like that, can you? Just can't help that I'm shit, mate. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just basically. Yeah, it's basically no, just it's be better, isn't it? Or aim more left. Be less shit. Yeah, aim, yeah. Yeah, aim left. Aim at the left side. Yeah, but then you pump it straight and it goes the other side. That's the mm. issue. So it's quite, well, the thing is, this place that I went to, I had, I think it's got 34, 36 bays. And I was bay number 28. And I was thinking, hmm, that's bound to be on the right-hand side, isn't it? <laughs> I was literally thinking as I was walking up, maybe I shouldn't get the driver out with this wind. And then you get like 10 balls in, don't you? I thought... I'm smashing the shower driver, see what I can get on the old trap man here. Just, off it goes, 80 yards right. Cheers. Okay. Oh, see you. You've informed the two 18-year-olds on the front desk that I've pumped one into the housing estate. Like, they give a shit. <laughs> yeah, they okay. well, well done. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Any golf for you? No, mate. I've, um, I've signed up to the old Marham golf team, though. Um, hopefully playing Wednesday, find someone pulls out. And then I emailed about a membership, like a temporary membership. And then for this matter. But um, I don't know if you heard any of that. But basically, she emailed me. I was like, oh, for six months, we can do your temporary membership at like 670 quid. And I was like, hang on a second. Hang on a second. And I went onto their website and it was like ages 26. Bearing in mind, I'm 25 for another month. 26 mm. to 30 was £607 for the year. So okay. I got straight on that laptop. I was like, Absolutely. how dare you? I'm not Where is this? Sorry. Swatham. Oh, okay. Have you played that before? Night. No, never. So I'm hoping we play there this Sunday with Corey. Um, mm. How lovely. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, and um, they put in the, I got into the group chat, and they were like, "Oh, what's your uh, handicap index?" And I was like, oh, it's a three point six, mm. and they were like, "Oh, I expect expert levels of golf." And I was like, "Please, no one!" Hold, I literally put, "Please, no one hold your breath." Like, yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> don't, this don't, ex- don't expect you're going to get like a masterclass. I could see myself hooning uh, it right off the first yeah. tee. Just be like, "Oh, that's a big this, hump." This happened exactly the same happened to me when I joined a club up here. I was off. I was off two at that point. I was off something like 2.4, something like that. And yeah. I turned up to the first, you know, my first Saturday comp. And they said, oh, what are you off? And I said 2.4. But, I'm, you know, this is my first round round here. I'm new. And they were like, oh, my word, you know, you're going to be ripping it up. And I was like, well, the first hole as well is like 160-yard par three. It's not, you know, it's not, it's fine if it's like. The, yeah, you the, start with a par three, don't you? Start and end with a par three, man. So that. you can, Bollocks you can, sh- there are some bad shots you see off the first tee. But luckily, to be fair, I, I hit it just to the left of the green. But I was genuinely sort of quite nervous going, well, if I shank this here, people are going to assume I'm already a cheater and I've only been there two minutes. You know, <laughs> I mean? you know, but, you know Well, I remember just... like when we used to play at high post consistently. Unless I was playing really well, I would never hit iron off that tee. That first one, no. Yeah, like I, you know me, I'd always be like, oh, three wood. And then when I got the two iron, because that is quite hard shanks, it's like a hybrid almost. I was like, mm. I can hit a two iron down here. Yeah. 
but yeah, yeah I was, I would, I'd rather top it than shank it. Oh, absolutely, yeah, it's, it's slightly less embarrassing topping it, isn't yeah. It? And if you don't get it past the ladies' tees, you know for a fact, I don't mind getting a knob out. So, <laughs> pants not, down, not mate. It's, so, it's the rules. We it is. we don't make the rules. We just follow I've got, them. A, I've got a video of you with your fucking pants around your ankles, <laughs> in the rough. Yeah, I watch oh. it every night. I follow. <laughs> I just follow the rules, man. I just follow the rules. Exactly. Right, well, let, let, let's let's actually discuss some stuff that has happened this week. Obviously, we've uh, we want to discuss the big one of this is the peak of professionalism. <laughs> I didn't get any of that. I put my foot on there. I put my 4G on. I was just telling, yeah. telling the listeners about um, let's talk about not Tommy Fleetwood's win, but uh, Roy McElroy's bottle. Yeah, man. McElroy because it was that. a bottle. Hey, McElroy should have won that by six, man. Yeah. So, Considering he made a quadruple bogey and he got himself back into it, but for it to go a birdie bogey swing on the last hole was just like. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was you sort of... said not too long ago Tommy Fleetwood's not on the belt and he never wins anything. And then. He doesn't. He won like that I, week. Yeah, he won the week before. To be fair, bad time. <laughs> but I stand by it. The thing is, the, the thing is, even when I saw the that Fleetwood was up there, I think he was winning, wasn't he, after the third round? Can't even remember. I thought yeah, he was, was. Yeah, he was winning by two. Two. I, say. I still if thought won, but... the thing I was thinking was how the how you know how is he going to not win this? And to mm. be fair, he shouldn't have won it, but he did. So fair play. Yeah. Cl- Clutch putt on the last. Fair play to the guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a very good putt. To be fair, that was fair that play was to the guy. I give Tommy Fleet with a bit of shit because I do think he bottles it relatively regularly. But on the other hand, to bottle it, you have to be up there relatively regularly. Yeah, yeah. So he does put, does put himself into positions. To be fair to the guy, um, and fair play. Got the, the, got the, the people listening. There is another reason why John is jealous, and that's purely because Tommy Fleetwood's hair is far superior. I wouldn't say it's far superior. Well, I don't um, know. It's very, it's very fluffy, John. Yeah, it just good. Hangs, it, it's very buoyant. It is good. Whereas, I must, I must say, it is good. But the amount of treatment that must go into that. I think he must have like a thing with head and shoulders or something, doesn't he? Some sort of sponsorship deal. You reckon? <laughs> well, like, like Jensen Button was it? <laughs> I don't know, Jensen, but I'm fairly sure he did. I can't. I can be chatting absolute shit. I know. Um, Joe Hart did it, didn't he? The old England goalkeeper. He was. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Next yeah. up, John Knight, head and shoulders. Yeah. I'd be worth it on that. It'd be good. Yeah. You've got any beard as well. You know, you're getting multiple, multiple usage out of that. Yeah. This is a thing, man. You know, you're polishing a turd, but you know it's it's still there. You know, you got you got to go at these angles. I've got a beard. Let's get some beard stuff. You know, this boy is terrible. Your <laughs> Wi-Fi is fucking shocking, mate. I don't know why. This is a constant it's... issue. I need to sort it out. Upgrade. Maybe we'll get a sponsor from BT. Yeah, I'm with Virgin. 
So <laughs> says a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. If the shoe so, anyway, if the shoe fits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um but yeah, I think there's not really much more to say about that. Um No, the, I did you know, find it. It's it it what it is. Um two two good players. One thing I did like though is McRoy could have been and he never is, but he could have been quite like pissed off or upset. But you watch as soon as Fleetwood sinks that part, he was over smiling like and yeah. personally, I mean I've obviously McElroy's very used to winning, so you know, just another one he's just lost out on. Yeah. If it was like someone's first win and they missed out, they'd probably be angry. But McElroy was so humble with it. I thought, you know what? Yeah. Fair play to you, mate. Fair I think play. It, I think if it goes to a playoff or anything further anyway, I think Fleetwood probably does it anyway, just on pure momentum, doesn't he? Yeah. But yeah. That swing McElroy on the last where he just duck hooks it into the water. Not good, man. It's you have good. got just go so far right. You have got Yeah. Acres of room outright. The one place you can't go is left. And he went there. You think though that in their head they're just like, I'm so good, I could hit the shot all day long. So they just don't yeah. even. T- I, I guess it's that mental thing of don't think of where the bad shot could be. Just do normally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you just that's the whole point yeah. of having a routine and stuff, isn't it? That's yeah, in, in those moments. Yeah, and you think McElroy's, you know, been the best driver of a golf ball for the last, I don't know, fifteen years, maybe. Yeah. And even he duck hook one, you know, into the into the shit. So it does make yourself feel a little bit better, especially if you're playing a medal going up the last and you think, What what the hell does this actually matter? His yeah, job puts things in perspective, doesn't it? It's just like mm. an amateur golfer playing in a local medal, there's literally no pressure. Mm. Yeah. Just, just even even good players make bad shots, just trying to get your best shot you can. Yeah, absolutely. I quite like the fact that um Grayson Murray won on the PGA tour as well. Have you seen obviously Yeah, they... didn't McElroy tell him something like just be less shit effectively? Yeah, effectively, just... yeah. Yeah, yeah. Grayson Murray, be I think he's, he, yeah, he's not shy about putting his opinion across. So in a meeting, obviously McElroy was on the board, wouldn't he? <laughs> Grayson Murray had a go and said whatever he thought and McElroy was just like, Yeah, play better and then McElroy bottles it and Grayson Murray sinks a forty foot putt in the playoff to win. You're like, Oh yeah, fair play. Quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that is quality, actually. Didn't he, like, give up drinking as well? Yeah. Because I've been sober for nine months, so I turned it around. So I've, oh, fair play. Yeah, him and Chris Kerr, That's two weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah, two weeks in a row is someone who's gone gone fully sober, yeah. So, yeah, fair play to the guys. think anything worse. Yeah, because <laughs> you're sipping your thatchers as we speak. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, fair play I to. am a human tripod right now. No, fair play to Grayson Murray, though. He's gone like all the way down. He played on the Corn Ferry Tour for a long time, didn't he? Because he won, I can't remember what they said he won, but that's his second PGA Tour win. So he's won before, went all the, went down to the Corn Ferry Tour, requalified, and has won again. So, yeah, that's fair, fair play to the guy. Fair play to yeah. the guy. He's in the Masters now. So, qualified oh, for the Masters. So, yeah. yeah, man. God, I'd love to go there. Hmm. Once in a not, lifetime. Not just not, not play. Time. I mean, I'd love to go play there, but I'd love to go watch it as well. Just oh god, it's just so good. Anyway, uh, but who who came dead last? Oh, um, Ken Walden or something, isn't it? He was the um, he was a sponsor's exemption, but he's like the director of one of the sponsorship companies, like fifty six year old bloke. So finished an insane amount behind Tommy. 
basically a shot a hole behind Tommy Fleetwood, he finished in the end. So, which is fair play, you know. Don't worry, I, you shouldn't laugh. That's, that's all. I'm so sorry. What was, no. it, what was his final score? Sorry again. 53 over par. Is oh it? My. I'm just having Actually, a you know what? I would like to think I could do better than that. Yeah, 53 over par. So he shot, let's have a look. He shot 87, 82, 82, 86. So, yeah, he was four, uh, 39 shots behind Jens Dantorp, who finished second last. It's funny, actually, I'll tell you that back. You know how I said I reckon I could do that? When you've just gone 87, 82, 87, that actually sounds something like I would do on that yeah. course. I'll take that back. I would take that mate. on a championship course, playing from the back tees. Yeah. Give me 53 yeah, over. Dreams. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. It's mad. What do you think happened there then? Oh, he was he was he's I saw on Twitter somewhere, he's a director on one of the sponsorship companies. So just gave himself like a sponsor's exemption. He so he just played it. Yeah, but surely he's got to be a decent golfer. Yeah, I think he's I think he's scratch golfer. Yeah. I think That's he's a good, he's a good golfer. Yeah. He's just fifty six, done it far enough. Played for the sake That's of playing. Yeah. That is yeah. madness. Yeah, I always like the idea of having, like, maybe you should have someone like that every single week. What puts things in perspective? Yeah, I think, I they think should you should. I think you're right. I think they should do it in the Olympics as well. So you watch, like, people doing the 100 meter sprint, and then there's just some fat bloke from Wigan on the end. So you can, <laughs> so you can just see how quick Usain Bolt is, how quick nine and a half seconds is to run 100 meters when, you know, Gary's doing it in 17 seconds. I oh god that'd be great do it in the swimming it diving would. cycling yeah. imagine some bloke in the Tour de France great I'd watch that um, to be just, fair it would interest you in so yeah. many more different sports wouldn't it you know like f- first round of Wimbledon get some random who plays at a tennis club to play Novak Djokovic and we'll see how good they are <laughs> puts, him, puts it into perspective doesn't it be an eight every time yeah <laughs> Bang. Yeah, Bang. I've genuinely never really been into tennis, but me yeah. neither. Perhaps me neither. There is boys. Watch a ball go back and forth. Yeah. Instead oh. of what? Instead oh, of the, that's the point. Instead of the sport we enjoy, where you hit a ball and then walk for ten minutes. Yeah, but you follow that. There's a change of scenery. All right, that's there's a change true. of scenery. Yeah, that's very true. The only thing true. with tennis is that you either have the green astro or mud. Orange, brown, whatever the hell it is. It's clay. It's clay. Clay. No, I'll see. I have zero oh, interest. I do not zero. know a lot about tennis, but I know Rafa Nadal plays on clay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. about. But yeah, this he finished seventy-two shots behind um, Tommy Fleetwood. So yeah, literally terrible. Um, terrible. I'm taking a sip of matches while I wait for you. No, absolutely. I was just saying he he finished seventy two shots behind Tommy Fleetwood, so exactly a shot a hole. Tommy gains <laughs> on, which is so uh, yeah. Oh. Shows the difference, doesn't it? It really does show the difference. Yeah, hell of a difference. It was um yeah. good to see that. Was one thing I wanted I said I'd mention to you. So um, the guy who used to. Well, did you say he taught you before or not? 
I've met him. He never gave me a lesson or anything. I've just met him. Yeah. So he de- I'm fairly sure he definitely taught Corey. Um, mm. Fairly sure he definitely. That makes sense. Um, but he did for me county training when I was a junior. Simon Shanks, mm. who um, he coaches Rob McIntyre, Jordan Spieth, uh, Jordan Spieth, Jordan Smith. Jordan Spieth. That's Jordan Spieth. That's Jordan Smith. Um, now Yannick Paul, I believe. Who's the other one as well? There's another big one. But um, yeah, it's so mad to see. Like, I think John Smith and Yannick Paul both had like a top 10 or a 10th and 11th. Yeah, so Yannick Paul finished tied eighth and Jordan Smith finished, four, finished fourth. Yeah, so Christ, he's got like a massive rep now. He's bringing on all these names. Like, he must be solid as a coach. Yeah, seriously good. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I've only met um I've only met him once. Yeah. But he obviously he obviously knows knows what he's doing with these guys because he can't, you know, Yannick Poole was probably one of the best players on the European tour last week uh last year. Obviously Bob McIntyre ended up playing in a Ryder Cup and Jordan I don't know where Jordan Smith's ranked in the world, probably top seventy five, do you reckon? Top hundred? Must be. I have a feeling that he's like number 25. Look it up. What, Jordan Smith? I reckon he's higher than you think, yeah. Jordan Smith, according to my... Oh, I can't. Uh, let me find it. This is good audio. Mm, 70, good. 71. I was well out then. Don't know who the fuck I'm thinking of. Um, Jordan Spieth. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm in the end. Who's the other guy? Type in Shanks into who else he coaches. But he is. Where is he? Was that a Cumberwell? He used to do that. He, he's affiliated with Bowood, which, by the way, anyone listening, playing oh, is unreal. Bowood. I love Bowood. I think it's quality. Yeah, it's good. Very long, what? isn't it? If I remember yeah. right, hard, hardcore. So like, it's one of them. Like if you play there, you're a decent player. Yeah, if you're off a good handicap there, you're off a, Yeah. You're Do you find player. like with handicaps, obviously they've now changed haven't they, with like you know, the um the you can basically what's it called where you have the um course difficulty in that uh, Yeah, the slope rating. Right yeah. But I do find sometimes they're a bit They're a little bit off, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. They're a little bit off, but um, you're back. Yeah. Lovely yeah, to see you. This is bad, man. Seems to be every time I use my phone, my phone plays. And the other one's Eddie Pepperell, by the way. There he is, Eddie Pepperell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, what you're on about with the slope ratings, I do find. Yeah, some of them are a little bit out, but it's all based off of um hazards and stuff isn't it so for example like uh, there was people they had to redo the slope rating at the club i'm a member at now and um, right, okay. one of the members went round with them while they were doing it and asked a load of questions about it so on the mm-hmm. second hole there's a brook which is about 50 yards off the tee it is not in play if you hit anything other than a top it's not it's about you know half a meter wide obviously it's a hazard or whatever but that adds yep. on to the – it's not in play, but that adds on to the slope rating of that hole because there is just right. a brook there and it is a possibility that you go in there. So that hole is automatically made slightly harder 
even though it's never in play unless you unless you top it. So, so I think so. I think it should be done at like score. Then again, how do you then determine between different courses? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Do you could just, just take scoring averages and just be like, right. Yeah, I think you find, yeah, I think you find. I reckon if you ask most members at golf clubs, the stroke indexes on the holes are years old and a a bit out. Yeah. Like you yeah. get, you know, you get a shot on stroke index one, and a lot of people go, "Well, I personally don't think that's the hardest on the course." Obviously, it's all personal preference yeah. or whatever. Very personal rare opinion. you find someone agree with it and go, "This is yeah, definitely yeah, not." Never yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I don't really know how they work out. It seems to be a complicated process that I am too well, thick one, to understand. The one, because I was at some, you know, during one stage, didn't know where I was going to be in the world. So I was at Coningsby, which is near Woodall Spa, home of England Golf. I can't remember if I mentioned this before. And I was looking at joining. It's a lot of money for two courses, but I'm going to slag off high post here. But when high post is charging 1,400 quid for what, don't get me wrong, course in very good nick. Thanks, you know, the greenkeeper's there. But it's not worth fourteen hundred pounds. And then Woodall Spa, which is now the fifty eighth best course in the world, plus another one, mm. and it's it's how much? Sorry, okay. the Hotchkin course at Woodall Spa that is the hardest golf course in the UK. I've not played it yet. Yeah, but apparently it is nails. Absolutely nails. That. Isn't it the six, the sixth hole is stroke index one? Is it six or seven? Then it's obviously the hardest hole on the hardest course. So it's meant to be yeah. the hardest golf hole in yeah. the UK. Yeah, I haven't played it either. Well, you have to try and get around there, mate. Yeah, well, yeah, you'll have to come on up. We'll have to do like a little. Mm. It was log. I said we do a vlog. I got loads of footage from when we went to play at Forest Pines and then put it up. So I don't know how. Nice how I'm um, defending this nation, John. Um, <clears throat> how much was it? Sorry, um, Woodall Spa. Did you say twenty four hundred for two courses? There's a joint courses. fee, but yeah. well, yeah, it's going to be in there. I played the played the bracket and loved it. Is that really? Yeah, is that the other course? The other, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's still it's still tricky. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's really good. So I'm just like flipping out, Christ. Twenty four um, hundred, say twelve hundred each. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah. It would be sixteen hundred, eight hundred, probably, wouldn't it? If you're yeah. both. Yeah, it's mad. It's too expensive, man. Way too expensive, Carl. Yeah, it is. It it's is. So, it's you try and get other like people to join into it, but it has got that people go like, "Oh, it's a rich man's game," or whatever. Mm. It's not so much anymore. But when you actually want to get better and play in nicer venues, it definitely is rich man's sport. Yeah, it takes a it takes a lot of investment if you want to have lessons and you want to have you know golf trips and that kind yeah. of thing. It does take a lot of a lot of investment. You know, they're not yeah. it's, not, it's not cheap. A set of golf clubs, even secondhand, aren't that cheap. No. Not when you compare it to like football and you could just get a pair of football boots and a football for fifty quid if you wanted. Yeah. And then play it like come back in the car park outside your house or something, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you can play it till till it's broke. Yeah. Yeah. So problems with golf, man. Problems. Uh, but yeah. one thing I will be doing when I own a house 
literally turning the garden into a putting ring. AstroTurf yeah. means it will cut it. Means my short game will be Nasty. incredibly good. Yeah, be even I can better. Spot, at those. I can spot the dog shit a lot easier. Exactly. Just sits on, you know, get a shovel, fling It'll it in neighbor's yard. Have Happy you days. Heard, speaking of saying like completely not off topic, but have you heard about that person in like Sweden or Norway where they would on a specific golf hole at a, um, at a club would take a shit in one of the holes and then the greenkeepers would find it. Have you heard this story? No, please don't. Uh, so they they found out it was a pretty consistent thing, this guy. Well, they're, they're assuming it's a guy. Obviously, it's bound to be a guy. Um, was taking a shit in one of the go- in, in one of the holes and um it kept it kept happening and um so they installed they installed cameras and everything around this golf hole that yeah. consistently um you know this guy was taking a shit in and <laughs> he's he's still manages to avoid the CCTV cameras so he's still doing it and he's sort of I think he's now moving to different holes so <laughs> but they can't they can't find who this bloke is who's mysteriously taking shits in golf holes I'll have to try and find it and I'll send it over to you but it's a genuine true story Mystery I think it's in like, yeah it's in like um I think it's in Sweden or Norway or one of the Scandi countries yeah some guy's just taking huge shits in the hole and the greenkeepers find it <laughs> it's great uh... Oh, I think that's something we should start in the UK. Every course we visit, we should just take a shit in like the 18th hole as like a thank you. In front of the clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> With a yeah, pint in the kebab in hand. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should. Just somewhere on each course we play, one of us takes a shit. Somewhere. Just somewhere. Yeah, and then, our in- and then our Instagram turned into, we could change our name to like <laughs> literally the shit golfers. Yeah. Yeah. Watch us play different courses around the world and have a dump. <laughs> yeah. We'd have to Why go undercover. get so much traction, I reckon. People would yeah. love it. Balaclavas, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. You'd have to full on, full on go for it. Well, you'd, yeah. have, you'd have to do something with your beard and hair, John, if you're going to wear a balaclava. Yeah. I know. I can't commit crime the way I'm looking. I'm like six foot three, a large human being with long hair and a huge beard. <laughs> oh, that's. People are going to be in like the lineup and go, "Wow, it's clearly that bloke. Look at him. Nobody else, nobody else looks like him." Hey, yeah. See the me or me or Shane Lowry. That's, that's who it is. Or, or Adam Smith. <laughs> Not that anyone knows who that is, but John no. will get it. Uh, <laughs> could be beef. Could know. be beef. Could be beef. You know, beef. he eats a lot of shit food, doesn't he? So. Mm. You know, you might get caught get caught short once once around. You, you just know. don't know. You yeah. just don't. No. And on that wonderful note, I think that's probably the end of the podcast, isn't it? Um. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah. Hope you enjoyed our talks about big shitters. Uh, I'll find it. The, I'll, um, I'll put it on our Twitter account. I'll find the link and I'll put it on. I'll put it on our Twitter. So anyone who listens and follows that can um. And take a look at the mystery Scandinavian man Gustav um, taking a shit everywhere. Um, what a wonderful chat! Wonderful chat. If we put it up on Twitter, mm. people can we can start like a society which is trying to find this bloke. Exactly. We could be on a Netflix documentary. Maybe we'll be on Panorama. 
not for you don't want to be on panorama it's just an awful reason there's no good no good things in panorama man at least the odd netflix documentary has a happy ending this, some, this happiness just one of us being handcuffed as everyone applauds us because we've taken a huge shit yeah <laughs> We'll be like just stop oil, but taking shits everywhere man, instead. Man of the people, yeah. man of the people. That's what we'll be. Yeah, just go disruptive oh. sport, sporting events by taking a shit in the middle of it. Yeah. Tennis? Can we start with tennis? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just sitting at centre court in Wimbledon, just absolutely bailing one out. Yeah. <laughs> From the chair, the bloody referee or whatever <laughs> sits. Umpire, it's not a referee. Umpire. <laughs> That's cricket, isn't it? I don't fucking I don't Oh yeah, maybe it, maybe it is, actually. Oh, yeah, maybe no. it is a ref. Sports yeah. Bible, do you have any jobs going? We, yeah. you know? <laughs> don't check don't tune tune into our sister tennis podcast that we do. Oh god. Yeah. All right, man. Well oh. on that note. Wonderful. Hope you want to join. Mm. I'll speak to you next week. It's the draft next week, by the way. Yes. The draft. So Corey, Corey should be back for that one. He should be better. Mm. Cool. I'll All catch right, you later, big man. See you later, man. Bye.